Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Skills answers your table tennis questions. Today, we talk about the Chinese trials and how quiet they are when playing each other. We also discuss if a power serve is better than a slow serve, why players stay so low when returning serve, and how can you attack a ball that is over the table during a rally. As always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Hi, Jeffrey. Good morning to you and good morning to everyone, Pinskillers. Um, yeah, another another great show coming up. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I've got to remember to mute you, Alois, so you can do it because uh, we've got a bit of echo this morning, but... Um, how was your weekend, Alois? Did you have a busy weekend? No, it was actually quite good, quite uh, quite pleasant. Uh, not a lot of work on, so um, yeah, so it was good. I had uh, I was uh, up in Brisbane on Friday, um, but then yeah, the weekend was uh, was at home, you know, family time. So it was great. Excellent. That's really good. Um, I went to the cricket, Alois, the World Cup cricket is on here in Australia, and in, in Australia, cricket's a big sport, so um, it's a big event, um, and it's very exciting. We saw Australia demolish England, which was a good result for Australia, um, but interestingly, after the game, Alois, some of the Australian cricket team stayed around and signed autographs and were in photos, and they were really good uh, at staying there and you know engaging with the fans and every time someone wanted a photo they're like yeah no no problem and they just looked like they had all the time in the world for the fans there at the end of the game and just stayed around for ages just you know getting in photos and signing autographs really good to see yeah and it's something I think that we just need a lot more of in table tennis too isn't it I mean we see um, we see the tennis players you know they always hang around uh, sometimes they're in a bit of a rush, but they always hang around and give autographs after the game. There's that little bit of engagement with the with the crowd. You know, they throw their towels and sweatbands and all that sort of thing to the crowd. Um, yeah, and cricket. Um, I see it in football or soccer as well. You know, the the, the team always goes around the ground. You know, um, high fiving the fans. Um, and I think that sort of engagement is what gets fans coming back gets them a little bit more engaged with uh, with the players and um, I think that's something that table tennis tends to lack in general. Yeah, indeed. So, um, yeah, it'll be good to see if table tennis can, uh, you know, pick up in that area. All right, Alois, so let's get on with the show. Um, last Pinsula's question of the day was, have you played in a tournament and if so, what were your experiences in your first tournament? Yeah, I, well, I remember my first tournament really clearly, and I think I think um, for play for new players going to tournaments, it can be quite daunting. Um, it's um, it's such a different atmosphere. Um, all these new players out there, but I think you know playing in tournaments is such a great idea. It's a really good way of being able to um, see a broader range of players and just testing your skills and and seeing if you can. Um, and you know, really uh, pick up on some of the better players in your area or state or, or country. Um, so definitely recommend going to some tournaments and playing in them. And um, 
and yeah, my first experience was fantastic. I loved it. Great, Alloys. Yeah, I had uh, similar experiences um, going to my first tournaments and just seeing like the big hall with all the players and I just remember thinking, wow, this is a great experience. So yeah, so if you haven't been to a tournament, see if you can find one in your area and get along. It'll be it'll be really good. Alright, so that moves us on to the ping skillers question um, for today. Um, which is in how many countries is table tennis played? Um, leave your answer. Um, so you can do that either on our YouTube channel or by going to pingskills.com, clicking on the blog link, and you'll find this show where you can leave a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. All right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so what, uh, what sort of uh, got me thinking about that was we've got the World Cup cricket on and there are 14 countries playing. And, and out of those 14 countries, I reckon there are eight that play seriously. Yes, it is interesting. Cricket is uh, not played in a lot of countries, but what are your thoughts on how many countries table tennis are played in? Let us know. All right, Alois, Dita has a question for us. And Dita says, I'm following the Chinese trials and none of them were showing ever. Have the Chinese eradicated this altogether or is it only for the trials? Fans and Dong used to show up at each point. Ma Long would wipe the table. They do nothing of the kind. What's going on, Alois? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, in different situations, different people do react differently and, you know, have different emotional levels. I, I was just watching some of the 2014 uh, World uh, Championship trials and they were showing just as much as ever. Um, but in, in some situations, um, you know, players will be a little bit higher, a little bit more hyped, need to get themselves a little bit more hyped, but in some um, situations they will be a little bit calmer. Definitely, you know, playing um, internationally and playing against different countries, um, you know, you probably do get a little bit higher and a bit more hyped, and so, you know, all the chowing and, and the uh, yelling and screaming comes out a bit more. But it's important that you find a level that you play well at in all situations. So not just when you're playing your big matches or, your, or the, um, you know, local, local competition matches, Find a level that's good for you and try to find that level each time that you play. Um, so try not to have it, you know, too up and down with uh, with where you are with your level. It, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to um, always be the same because some matches just will feel more important to you. But see if you can um, find a level that works best for you. Okay, great advice there, Alois, and thank you for the question. It's an interesting one, Dita, and an interesting observation. Um, so we'll keep an eye on the Chinese and, and see how they're performing in other matches moving forward. All right, Alois, um, let's uh, move on to Brock's question. He's jumped on using the Google Q&A app and asked a question. He says, hey, Ping Skills, I practice harder than I have ever done before and I improve a lot. I played with a tall guy yesterday and he won 21-12, so I'm pretty close. I've now noticed, though, that he starts uh, looping both fast long to the FD and BD area. 
Um, sorry, Alois, I've got you on mute again. Must be the uh, the forehand and backhand, I'd say, FDBD, maybe. Yes, maybe. Yeah, so that's his question, Alois. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, so well, firstly, it's good that you're uh, you're getting closer. That's uh, that's definitely that's definitely good. So it must mean that you you're starting to do the right things, and um, and and that's that's what we that's what we talk about. You know, it's beating a player that's a lot um, higher than you is about just persevering. You've just got to put in the training time, and that won't happen in a day. Won't happen in a week. It's going to happen over um, over a fair bit of time. So just just persevere with it. Keep going. Obviously, you're on the right track. You're starting to get a few more points against him. Um, the fact that he's looping to both um, both sides, that's fine. You'll start to be able to um, track that ball a bit better. You'll start to be able to see where he's um, hitting that ball to. You'll start to recognise uh, a little bit earlier because the more you play him, the better you'll get at recognising where that ball's coming. So, yeah, just, just keep going. Brock, you're on the right track. Excellent. So well done, Brock. Um, and good to see you force him to change his tactics a bit so he's not just blocking all the time and you're winning more points. So keep going, Brock. All right, Zhang has a question, Alois. And Zhang says, how do you attack a ball that is over the table during a rally, not the first five balls? My opponent blocks it back with backspin, so it's over the table. Yeah, so he's, he's probably using some long pimples, perhaps, and you know, chop blocking down on on the ball can be quite a difficult ball to deal with. But um, you need to uh, recognise when he's going to play the ball with the long pimples, and come in um, closer to the table. You can use a flick, perhaps, or the backhand side spin flick to make the attacking ball. But um, it's probably just easier to come in and push that ball a bit better. So if you can push that ball, um, and if you can push it reasonably short, then you'll get another opportunity to attack. So especially if he's using long pimples, come in and push the ball um, into his backhand. He'll push the ball back, and then you can make your, your attack again. So don't worry about attacking that one so much, because it is a difficult ball to attack. Just come in and push the ball back. Okay. Um, good advice there, Alois, and I guess that keeps it quite simple. And I don't imagine that it would be easy for your opponent to do that shot very often, especially if you get some pace on the ball. It would be hard for them to get the ball short with backspin. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's a, it's a difficult shot. But if they're using long pimples and they're quite proficient at it, maybe that's something that they do well. But um, but you can certainly start to recognise when he's going to do that. So. You know he'll he'll be in a, he'll have his bat in a certain position and coming down on the ball. So yeah, so then it's a matter of just making sure that you you're ready and reacting to that, so that you can come in and play uh, play the push or or if you want to try the flick, you can as well. Great. All right. Thanks for the question, Zang. All right. Next question is from Yazid. He says, "Hi, Alois. What is the best way to serve a power serve?" Or a slow serve. Okay, yeah. So um, a lot of players, when they start out, serve fast and long, and and develop that serve and try to um, really get it faster. But you'll find that as you get up a little bit higher in the in the levels, 
you just cannot do a fast serve effectively enough to make it difficult for your opponent. So, um, so definitely serving shorter, um, developing the spin on your serve, developing the variation of your spin is a real key. So you need to start to be able to serve that ball shorter with more spin. Um, the fast serve just does not work as you get higher up the levels. It can work as a one-off, um, as a surprise serve, but certainly you need to develop the short spinny serves. Mm. Hey Alois, I'm just trying to sort this sound out. Um, so yeah, that is really good advice and the serve, like you mentioned, is such a key in table tennis. You just have to get that right um, to, to progress up and so people should be spending some time practicing their serves. Yeah, so serving is an area that we probably just don't do enough of um, with our practice. Um, it can be a little bit, little bit boring sometimes. You know, you're sort of you're there, you serve, serve, serve. But if you um, give yourself a bit of a task of what you're trying to do with your serve, then um, it can make the serving time um, a little bit easier. I think I suggested to someone recently on the site, you know, even just putting some um, headphones in, listening to some music while you're serving, can be a good way to. Uh, to occupy yourself, but make sure that you you practice that serving a lot. Yeah, that that's good advice. And what about um, maybe setting challenges for yourself or some exercises? So maybe putting things on the table as targets, or you know, just something that gives you something to aim for while you're practicing that serve. Yeah, that uh, great ideas because um, you know it, it's a matter of occupying the mind so that it. Uh, the serving task becomes interesting. You know, like um, just um, as you suggest, put a put a coin on the on the table if you want, or put a big piece of paper on the table. Just something that's going to challenge you and keep you interested in your in your serving practice. So, um, yeah, put a target on there. Uh, when you're doing spin serves, put some cones on there and try to get the ball through the cones. Um, yeah, you can make it really interesting. Great. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Yazid, for the question. All right. Now, um, Brock's noticed my new shirt, Alois. This is actually our uh, shirt from our Ping Skills uh, tour we did back in 2013. I have the um, Ping Skills tour on the back. Um, yes, but he's also asked a question, Alois. Brock says, what is the best bat you have on your website that you recommend? Um, yeah, well, we've only got two types of blades on there. Um, just the the ping skills rook, which is the slower one, um, which is more of the beginner bat, and then we've got the ping skills touch, which is a little bit little bit faster. Um, it's probably an all round type of rating blade, um, and then yeah, then we then you can put different types of rubber on it. So yeah, nothing. We've only got a couple of couple of bats on there because you know, as as, as um, we show in our um, choosing a table tennis bat uh, video, it's not about, you know, changing and, and trying to find um, one of 700 different types of options, just keep it as simple as you possibly can. Great. Alright, so moving on, Alice, um, Avarup has asked a question and says, I have seen many international right-handers players like Ma Long uh, stand to the extreme left 
or even the corner of the table taking a stance to return serves? Is it to open their dominant forehand? And why do they stay so low while receiving? Okay, interesting. Yes, they do tend to be over here, don't they? They um, they go right over to the other side of the table um, because it does open up their forehand. So they're, they're opening up the, um, the table with their forehand. You'll notice, though, that even though they start a long way over to the side, by the time the other person's hit the ball, they're often they've often moved in a lot closer to the to the table um, when they're when they're returning. So yeah, just just watch it carefully. Watch where they are, and yeah, it's basically just to open up uh, the forehand um, side because they're going they're, they'll be a much more forehand dominant type of player. A player that's more backhand dominant will tend to stand more square or even a little bit across to their forehand corner to open up the area. You know the um, We've seen with Zhang Zikir, when he's doing his uh, backhand side spin flick, he might, he might even start over on the forehand, but by the time the other person's hit the ball, he's basically right over here and ready to play the, the, the backhand flick. So, um, yeah, so that's that's what they, what they do. And the reason they stay low is because it's much easier to move. It, um, it keeps them a little bit steadier. Their centre of gravity is down lower, and um, it makes it... Um, Simpler to move sideways when they're um, when they're when they're playing. So so that's the reason. And, and in a rally, it's really important to just try and stay as low as you can as well. Yeah, good point. Staying low and balanced. I hear their key points that you mentioned over and over. Alice, low, stable, balanced. These types of words. Yeah, they're they're really they're really key things for developing your game. You know, it um, it just doesn't happen that you if you, if you stand up. Tall, it ju you just can't play a good game of table tennis. So trying to get down a little bit lower when you can. Great, great, excellent. Well, thanks everyone for your questions. That wraps up episode seventy-six of the Ask the Coach show. Um, keep those questions coming. Like um, Brock does, you can jump on the show live and use the Google Q and A app to um, ask questions. Or you can go to the Ask the Coach show. Oh, sorry, you can go to the Ask the Coach section of our website, ask some questions there, and we'll give you an answer on the website. And we take the best questions to come back here and use for the show. So ask questions on our website as well at pingskills.com. And if you haven't, go there and sign up for our free newsletter for lots of table tennis tips. So thanks, everyone, and thank you, Alloys. Alloys. Yep, thanks, guys. Thanks, Pink Skillers. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. See you, everyone. Catch you tomorrow morning. <laughs>